Governing Big Municipality has been marred with water and electricity challenges in the past, which have resulted in protest action at some cases. Now, Mayor Antlagani Pazuma inherited the municipality's problems in November last year when he was deployed into the position. He joins us this evening to give us a status update on what has been done thus far under his leadership. Welcome, Mayor, to Rise of Him. Thank you very much, Lisa, and greetings to the listeners. Now, before we jump into the conversation, uh, how was the transition from being the speaker to the then the mayor of Govindimbegi Municipality? I mean, that must have been a huge undertaking on your part. Uh, one must just say that it's uh, it's something that you would not wish for any other person. <laughs> Why uh, others would sit there and envy the process. Uh, the first thing is that you, being a speaker, you only deal with legislative matters, mm. uh, which requires you to, uh, to read more on legislation and ensure uh, that uh, the communities are involved in the process of governing. Uh, while on the other side, you are therefore tasked with the actual planning uh, the actual implementation of uh, service delivery, which unfortunately, as government Peggy, we have not been doing very well on that mm. particular part. Therefore, the task was very daunting. Mm. Speaking about service delivery, I think electricity has been a huge obstacle for the municipality. You've had to deal with the rising power bill coupled with what is termed the notified maximum demand that is barely enough for residents of the municipality. So what has your administration done in efforts to sort of alleviate or even maybe eliminate load shedding or load reduction? Uh, well, it's a serious question. Mm. Uh, the first thing that we can indicate is that uh, governing the municipality has uh, suffered issues of electricity crisis in uh, two or three specific areas, which is Embalendle mm. and Petal and Temzinoni. And uh, these two areas or three areas are suffering at a different scale with different challenges. Mm. And uh, intervening meant that uh, we had to take decisions that are not similar mm. in uh, intervening into the crisis. With Petal and Zenoni, we had to ask for assistance as the municipality because we could not uh, through the entire crisis at once as the municipality since we are still faced with financial challenges and uh, capacity issues. Uh, therefore, we set as a council and requested that the Hersey Bandit District Municipality must come through for us and intervene uh, in that particular uh, area as an implementing agent on our behalf mm. for a period of five years which that agreement was entered into uh, very late last year. And then uh, we are currently in a process of uh, dealing with all legalities that are supposed to be taken care of because it is not the core competence of the district to distribute electricity to the Mm. people. 
it is the competence of the municipality. Therefore, it meant that uh, we had to start with processes of consultation with the public, inform them, and uh, engage with them in terms of how this is going to benefit them in a long run. Mm. The district uh, went on to advertise uh, for a suitably qualified service provider with sufficient capacity and also financial muscle because it meant that whatever that we're going to do, uh, that service provider must be able to put their money up front uh, in intervening on infrastructural challenges before they can be able to generate uh, income and be able to recoup whatever investment that they have made. The Zal M. Zinoni primarily has a challenge of an aged infrastructure. The mm. uh, Talim Zinoni is older than Soweto itself. Uh, it's over 100 years mm. in terms of age. Therefore, it's one of the oldest uh, towns that we have in the in the country. And therefore, it tells you the kind of infrastructure that you have there, uh, which requires a massive investment yeah. so that it can be changed to, to come anew. But it is also important to be noted that uh, while that investment is very crucial to for maintenance purposes, but the population itself in the area has grown. Mm. And uh, new developments are coming up. We've got crisis with land invasion and so forth. So it meant that we must start looking at things uh, in a new way and uh, start applying ourselves in a manner that will seek to renew while we also give access to the new consumers uh, of, of electricity. So all of those interventions are in place. They are being implemented. The only problem is that uh, our communities, uh, frustrated as they are, mm. uh, which we do understand, uh, tend to lose patience with the process. Uh, because it is impossible to then bring in intervention now and see immediate results because if you are dealing with infrastructure, it then means you must then uh, remove whatever that is there and Mm. put something that is new. And knowing the hazard that exists with electricity, it then means that uh, whenever you are working on the infrastructure, the electricity must be off. Mm. And uh, while we are doing that, uh, members of the community take it that it's load shading. While it is not, uh, it is actually a means to protect workers uh, that are working on the infrastructure. That is why you will then get uh, complaints that will then say, we do not have electricity for a period of more than six hours, while the schedule said that uh, load shading is for two hours. Mm. The other period will normally be consumed by maintenance. And uh, we are trying to communicate this kind of information as continuous as possible so that our members can be able to understand what is it that WAP is with. Mm-hmm. I think that is the situation with the talent mm-hmm. In Mbalente, uh, it was a different case. We didn't delegate the responsibility. We took responsibility ourselves. And we went in... Uh, diagnosed the situation, found out that we had about 34 MVA, which was not sufficient anymore for the kind of population that we had there, and uh, we required additional uh, electricity. 
And for that to be implemented, it meant that we had to add a, a, a massive transformer uh, because we only had two massive transformers that were operating with this uh, 34MVA. We had to add a third one. And for that to happen, we had to reach some agreements with ESCO. And uh, with everybody knowing that uh, governing Begi is synonymous with not uh, having its account up to date, mm. it meant that there were challenges on the side of ESCOM giving us this particular transformer. We had to sit down a number of meetings for months, uh, engaging as to how are we going to be able to sustain that particular transformer, which is going to come with additional energy which we must be able to pay while we are struggling to pay uh, the historical debt. Uh, it meant that we must first pop out the money for the project mm. from our own pocket, uh, including the cost that uh, ESCOM was supposed to fund themselves, which is a installation of infrastructure on their side. We had to pay it ourselves as the municipality. Uh, so that we are able to cover the gap because we are not trustworthy uh, because of the historical relations, mm. uh, which meant that we had to go for a project of about 50 million, which uh, 27 million of that particular amount went to the infrastructure on the side of ESCOM. And that particular transformer could not be installed or put in place in the period that was given because such a project will take about 18 months or more. Okay. Uh, therefore, we had to apply for what is called a mobile transformer, which was then delivered in June. And uh, as I'm speaking to you, phase one and phase two has been commissioned. They are fully operational with additional capacity of 20 MVA. Most of the areas or sections in Mbalente are now having a stable form of supply of mm. electricity. And for those of you who've just tuned in, it is taking care of business on Rise FM as the mayor of Govindimbega municipality in Tlagani Bozuma gives us a status update on work done under his leadership. Now, these are very two separate issues, but on some level, they're all sort of round off to money issues at the end of the day. And I know Gukolega Imal sometimes becomes quite difficult and a lot of people are in arrears. And the municipality seemingly announced a debt incentive scheme recently to assist some of these people. Um, beyond what I've said, maybe in those particular spaces, what made the municipality just decide that this is a good idea? Maybe the first thing that we are synonymous about in public is that we are the municipality that owes ESCOM billions of money, uh, rent water, and other creditors. And uh, that amounts to almost $3 billion. Mm. People forget to look at the, at the flip side of the coin that seeks to present what is it that is being owed to the municipality, which at the current moment we are being owed by our own consumers, our own customers, $2.6 billion. Uh, which if we can collect all that money, then we'll pay every other thing. But with that understanding, we also got an understanding that our people are facing fi- a financial crisis uh, as the country is a, was in a, a recession, economic recession, and also at the same time we are facing a crisis in the form of a pandemic where people are losing jobs and all of those things. 
it is uh, that particular kind of information that led us to then take a decision that, look, we would want to have our people uh, somehow relieved uh, from the strain of uh, having to pay the old debt and also maintain the current accounts that they are uh, being, they are consuming uh, on day-to-day uh, basis in terms of the services that the municipality is uh, rendering to them. Mm. How would the incentive scheme itself work? Is there a time frame perhaps where you'll be allowing people to take advantage of it? Uh, in terms of the time frame, we have announced this scheme at the end of May mm. uh, when we passed our budget uh, for it to commence on the 1st of July for a period of three months, which expires on the 30th of September 2021. Uh, therefore, we are encouraging each and every person to come forward and be able to benefit on such a great uh, incentive uh, scheme that will see them having a very chunky rebate in terms of their accounts. Mm. Then, in terms of the functionality of the of the of the scheme itself, we are giving a residents a fifty percent discount, uh, so that any other person uh, may be able to reduce their 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 debt, which is older than sixty days. Mm. because anything less than 60 days, we take it as a current account. Mm. So older than 60 days that we are giving residents a a total of 50% discount on whatever that they are paying. And then we are giving businesses 30%. Uh, This uh, uh, excludes, uh, first and foremost, people that are approved or registered as indigents. Uh, because when we speak of those, they are already being subsidized by government mm. as it stands. Uh, secondly, we are excluding uh, what we call government institutions, whether it's schools, hospitals, and, and so forth, because we are one government. Mm. Therefore, we can we do have such kind of budgets to pay ourselves. And then the third one is the parastatals that will include all the stakeholders that are in one way uh, owned by the state. Mm. Looking back at the past nine months, because, you know, when we were discussing it, it was quite interesting to see that you came in just before the festive season in November. So you came in, shops closed, and then you opened in January and it was just you had to take off. What would you say were some of your more notable achievements uh, that you've managed to reach in the past nine months? Uh, maybe to start where you started with your statement. Uh, came in at the end of uh, November, it's festive, uh, closed shop. No, no, no. Our friends, we never closed shop. <laughs> I've never been on a holiday ever since. <laughs> I don't know what the, the weekend looks like. Uh, that is the most important part because the kind of challenges that we are faced with are, are, are requiring that your eyes, ears, and brains, even your physique, must be at work uh, 24-7. Mm. Uh, so as you can be able to regroup and recover uh, from uh, the backlog that you are faced with, 
uh, in terms of achievements, uh, well, I can't call them achievements. It's progress that we are, we are making. Mm-hmm. I've touched on electricity, on the progress that we are making. Uh, we are doing a lot of infrastructure uh, renewal and investment uh, in a form of uh, building new subs, uh, uh, pump stations uh, in terms of sewer, so as we can be able to elevate uh, or alleviate the, the sewer spillages that are affecting us. We have done uh, over 15 kilometers of uh, resurfacing of roads. Uh, we have done uh, quite a lot of uh, procurement in terms of uh, the feet that we use for service delivery. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, we have procured over 30 buckets. Uh, we have procured uh, waste trucks, uh, which are over five, if I'm not mistaken. We have procured the high-up truck. We have procured uh, front-end loaders, which are two uh, six TLBs. Uh, right now, we've just had a delivery of uh, more fleet. We have procured six cheaper trucks, which are going to assist with waste removal and the regraveling of roads. We're still waiting for more fleet to be delivered that we have procured. And all of these, we have bought cash, by the way, mm. so as to avoid the debt issues. I think that is very important. But what becomes significant to me and important for members of our community to know is that uh, at the end of June 2020, Mm. uh, our debt uh, was categorized as follows. Uh, On ESCOM, we seated at 2.2 billion. And... uh, with a couple of other millions on the side. Mm. And then on rainwater, we were seated at about 355 to 360 million. And then on other creditors, we were seated at about 256 million. Uh, At the end of uh, June 2021, as we closed our books in the past financial year, uh, we realized that in terms of ESCOM, our debt didn't escalate at the rate that it was escalating before. Mm. It moved from 2.2 plus to 2.3 plus, uh, which is a, a difference of uh, almost 100 million. Mm. And then in terms of rainwater, it moved with only about 10 million up. And then in terms of the other creditors, we moved from 256 million to 76 million, Mm. which means that if we are to sustain this particular rate, uh, by the end of this year, we will be able to meet up with what the treasurer is asking of us as municipalities that every other service provider must be paid within a period of uh, 30 days. Mm. Uh, If we can be able to meet up with that, then I think uh, we would have achieved uh, quite a lot. Uh, if one can put uh, it that way. But further than that, we have lobbied both government at the provincial and national level and further lobbied the private sector for infrastructure investment. Mm. And uh, safe to say that when the budgets of the different departments were pronounced, we were one of the municipalities that uh, achieved the most 
in terms of infrastructure investment allocated for the municipality. Uh, in a long time, we are pronounced as a municipality that is going to receive about four new schools mm. that will be constructed between this financial year and 2024. Uh, we are going to be having new extensions that are going to be fitted with uh, a proper infrastructure, whether it's a uh, sewer network uh, in the form of sanitation, uh, water and electricity from human settlements, we are going to have m- most extensions established. If I'm not mistaken, uh, about eight extensions in total for government municipality. Mm. We have recently procured through the Department of Human Settlement uh, a, a, a land that has about 100 houses which were constructed mm. with other properties on it. And uh, we are benefiting uh, quite a lot in terms of our relations with uh, provincial and national government. We are expecting more to come. Mm. Then from the private sector, where they are assisting us on electricity projects, they are assisting us uh, with the upcoming uh, waste transfer stations that we have uh, uh, since pronounced. So there is quite a lot uh, that we are looking at. And for those of you who have just tuned in, yes, it is taking care of business on Rise FM as the Mayor of Governing Bigger Municipality, Ntlani Pozuma, gives us an update on work done under his leadership. Uh, Mayor Zuma, you've mentioned quite a bit. I mean, there's infrastructure development, um, the road infrastructure, the expansion of the fleet, and I would go as far as saying the the reduced or management of debt. What more can you do then? If you've achieved all of this in nine months, what more can we expect? Look, there is a lot that needs to be done. Mm. Uh, And I don't believe that uh, a single term for any other administration will be capable to achieve all that needs to be achieved. Our people deserve the best services possible. They deserve to receive water. Uh, 24 hours without any interruption and the quality of the the water must be at a standard that is uh, desirable. Electricity the same and we are supposed to be operating as an institution uh, that is like a business where we are able to generate access of what we, we are spending. Uh, so we're supposed to make profit, if one can say so, so that we can be able to to do more mm. and our people become happier. And uh, if we cannot do that, it means that we will continue not to provide adequate services to our people. So there's quite a lot that still needs to be done. And uh, we are committed to do that. And uh, unfortunately, we will finish our term without completing everything. Mm. We will do as much as possible. And with the municipality seemingly coming to the party and um, trying to fix some of the challenges that have been faced by a resident of Govenimbegi, what can the residents themselves do to contribute to bettering the systems in, in that particular part of the province? Well, I think the first thing is to educate each other. Mm. We carry a responsibility as a society, as South Africans, as citizens of government. 
that of educating each other so that we have an, a broader understanding of who government is. Because at the end of the day, there is no such a thing called municipality without community. Mm. Uh, the first thing that we must know is that the composition of the term municipality is based on three uh, role players, which is the community, the council, and also the administration. Mm. And for that to happen, it means that we must communicate and speak in one language as we construct our municipality, because this municipality does not belong to the executive mayor or the speaker or the municipal manager. It belongs to all of us who reside within it. Mm. And we stand to benefit all of us if we contribute positively. That means each and every person must be able to protect the property or public property. Uh, people must stop burning their own property at uh, a premise of uh, hating the mayor or hating somebody because at the end of the day it is them that get hurt most mm. uh, that is very crucial secondly is that each and every person must know that it is very crucial to pay services because municipalities don't get money from the province or national to do basic service delivery the money that comes from the province and nationally is very little, and it focuses on specific projects. Mm. When you speak of salaries of uh, the various families that are benefiting from the employment of their relatives in the municipality, that money comes directly from the payment of services, uh, whether it's the trucks, the maintenance uh, of the infrastructure and so forth, that does not come from anywhere else except from the payment of services. So the biggest uh, portion that our community can contribute is to pay their services. Uh, Either than that, we will be able to flourish as municipality. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting to you, Mayor, and I'm pretty hopeful that we'll be retacking this issue in the near future. I will be happy to be present when we do that. And that was the Mayor of Govindimbega Municipality, Nklani Pozuma, giving us a status update on work done under his leadership. You are listening to Taking Care of Business on Rise FM.